Welcome to Batshit, a frank and funny look at living with mental illness. While we'll touch on several illnesses, Batshit is focused on those along the spectrum of bipolar disorders. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your other host, Brad. And we're both bipolar, so strap in and let's see how Batshit we really are. Spoiler alert, pretty damn Batshit. Woo! And we're on cocaine! (laughs) (laughs) We're not on cocaine. (laughs) That's just, Uh, this whole episode is going to be, you're going to listen to us do cocaine. That's going to be it. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I realized if we weren't recording the episode with video, we might be able to try and fake that. (laughs) (laughs) Like the people watching on the video are just going to see us be like... (laughs) <laughs> like fucking idiots. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, this episode's topic, checking in, checking part in. two. Hey. So we haven't checked in on our mental health in a while. Yeah, so we thought we'd share with you guys what's going on with us and where we've been at, where we're currently at, some of the reasons we might be there, and, you know, um, just remind you that we, too, are suffering from the same shit you are. Indeed. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go second. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Uh, (laughs) So, a lot's happened to me since the last check-in. I got laid off from two different jobs, um, and uh, I was unemployed for two months, and then I only just recently, and I say just recently, like three weeks ago, got a new job. And that was a really hard time for me i didn't slip into any depressive episodes but i was cusping mania like the whole time yeah because i felt like I, like every fucking day i woke up and i made that list that I've, we've talked about in the past i make a list every morning of the stuff i have to get done or the things i'm gonna do that day because it gives me a schedule and guidance but when i don't have a fucking job and i can't say be at work from nine to six I'm like, well, then I can get like 80 things done. And like my my wife will wake up three hours after I woke up. I'm like, babe, I just finished whitewashing the uh, the house. Uh, whenever you're ready, why don't you get up and we'll go to the gym? It's like <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, but, you know, I haven't had a serious depressive episode in a while. Um, it's been really nice. I don't know if that's because I'm on a diet. I am on a diet. Um, that might have been helping. I, I've started going to the gym again. That might have been helping. Um, I've, I haven't skipped my meds in a long time, which I'm pretty proud of myself for doing that because I'm sure all of us have skipped our meds when we shouldn't have. Um, way too much. Way too much, honestly. Um, but yeah, I've, I've actually had a pretty solid couple of months. And one of the things that's helped is this podcast. Yeah. Like, if it's so just so y'all are aware, the way this podcast works is we record like two or three episodes at a time. We then, I then edit them down. I'll cut out social media bites. I will then export all that stuff, upload it to the various sites. Brad will then go in. He'll write all the descriptions. He'll come up with the hashtags and all that, you know, uh, social media rigmarole that's necessary and it's a lot of work it's a lot of work but brad is sending me emails like every other day of like look at this message that came in because he also handles all of our communication at least initially with the with the various um people who write in via instagram or spotify or whatever and like this thing keeps me going sometimes. Yeah. I, think- I, I didn't send you one we had today. Oh, really? Uh, where it was a, a woman had written us on Instagram mm-hmm. asking uh, advice for 
uh, opening up to her family and telling them that she's bipolar. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. God, now I'm thinking about that. Um, Oh, oh! But you did send me one today about John Cena. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. John Cena liked one of our TikToks. Yeah, we don't. We don't know if it's the real we, John. It's Cena. It's probably not the real John Cena. But we're gonna pretend. <laughs> we're just gonna pretend that John yeah. Cena is like low key listening to the podcast. I yeah. mean, you know what, John Cena? If you are listening to the podcast, bro, come on out, man. We live in Los Angeles. You live in Los Angeles. I have a very small house. We may not all fit into the room I re- we record in because you are fucking huge. But, bro, come on, man. Be on the show. Yeah, be on the show. <laughs> you, know, you know, if you want, because I, I know you're a celebrity and not everyone's also ready to admit to the world that they may have a mental. We can do one of those, like, witness protection, like, we'll blur your face and we'll yeah. give you that, like, whoa, 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 we'll call whoa, you Ron Cena. Exactly. And, and no one will, who's listening to this podcast will realize that that's John Cena because this is the only person we've ever done this for. <laughs> <laughs> and I mentioned it on the podcast, how we're going to block him. From... So nobody will know. Oh, damn it, Adam. You blew it. Now he's never going to call. Damn it, John. Oh, I love you. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's kind of where I've been at. Um, Working again has really helped. I. I I wanted to not work like part of me wanted to try not working to see how well I would do. Yeah. And also because like I have a stressful job guys, I work in live TV and events. So like we're, I'm working on the iHeart Vegas music festival that just happened. And uh, that's two days of shooting. We turn that into three hours of television, all of which happens in like two weeks it's insane and it's stressful and you know part of me was like dude it might be nice to have like two or three months off from this but when i had that two to three months off i don't know am i just a workaholic did i just miss it i I don't know yeah maybe it's the schedule i liked having even though that schedule was fucking insane well you know one thing i've i've been noticing with myself lately is just i feel lonely a lot okay and i think that's a benefit of being in an office Sure, community. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if it's not necessarily people you love being around, you're still around people, you're still having conversations. Totally. Whereas I'll spend half of my week that, you know, 85% of my conversations I have with anyone are text messages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially with the advent of, like, digital communication, it's, you're even more removed yeah. from interpersonal communication. Yeah, it's like, when was the last time you had a long phone call with someone? Yeah, no. No, in fact... Nine times out of ten, when I'm on the phone, I'm like, how quickly can I get off the phone? Like, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Are you gaming at all? Are you seeing anyone in that respect? No. No? Because no. you used to run I a should. werewolf game for a while. Yeah. I should should start doing something like that again. Yeah, it can be daunting, I tried though. to. I had a group that we, we played uh, via Zoom throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, great people, and I love playing with them. And, you know, we talked about starting something up again and just... I kind of went into like a little depressed phase and and stopped answering messages about it. But also the idea of like doing anything on Zoom. I was like, I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah. I want to, I'd love to meet people in person. Sure. Sure. But then that's effort. Like that's yeah. serious effort to organize that. And anyone here who's listening who D&Ds or games in any respects know how fucking impossible it yeah. is to get people's schedule yeah. to line up. Hell, if you're playing <clears throat> poker. 
Right. Like, yeah. you know, it's hard to yeah. get people to show up, oh, let alone being like, okay, in this game, you pretend you're a werewolf. Right. Here's some math you have to do. Right. And Brad's <laughs> got to spend multiple hours prepping the game. So how disheartening is it when Brad spends three hours prepping the game and then people are like, oh, I can't show up tonight because, you know, my dog is sick, you know? It's yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. I actually backed out of our last werewolf game that I was a part of because mm-hmm. I was in a terrible mental state. Yeah. I was like, you know, I sent an email and I felt bad because, you know, I I I think I introduced you to a bunch of the people who played in that game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I remember being like, Cool, Brad, look at all these players. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's nothing personal. I love gaming, love playing with the the people, and everybody was great. But nothing to do with them. Everything to do with me. Yeah, we should try to do a Halloween game this year. Well, yeah, we usually do like a Call yeah, of we, Cthulhu. We, we had it since before the pandemic, I think. Yeah, we might yeah. have done a couple on Zoom. I don't remember. I don't think we ever did one on Zoom. Yeah. The last one I remember doing was at Jared's. Yeah, right. We should, we should do something. Yeah. yeah, let's do one. Yeah, let's do one. It's a good idea. Um, Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, we're way off topic. We're way off topic. <laughs> if you're into role-playing games, Adam also does a podcast called The Dungeon Run. Yes, we, we stream on Twitch, and there's a podcast, and I play someone named Cristobal de la Cruz, uh, who is a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, listen to it if you want. But Brad, talk to us, man. How's things been going with you? Um, I had some like bad, depressive episodes. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, I, I just I went into my cave. Yeah. And I just kind of ghost everybody and, you know, there's only a handful of people that I wanted to talk to and stay in touch with. Um, and then I came out of that into a lot of anxiety. Okay. Um, you didn't go mania. You went anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I felt like, I felt like I was on the verge of dysphoric mania a okay. few times. Um. And just a lot of money stress. I've also been out of work. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, bills are piling up. And I've I've had to rely on the generosity of friends a lot more than, you know, I'm I'm stoic Tennessee man. Like, you know, yeah. that, that wears on you. Um, well, well that, that right there, like money stress, dude, that'll oh, kick you right in the junk. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, ugh. Yeah, so the, the anxiety and depression cycle was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, my Lamotrigine got increased as a result. Oh, really? Well, what's so, your, what are you up to now? I went to 150 and then just started at 200. Yeah, that's what I'm at. And I can tell a huge difference. Um, yeah. The anxiety just went away. Yeah. Completely. Uh, 200 milligrams. And I haven't had a depressive episode in a bit. Yeah. The anhedonia went away. That was... Really? Yeah, that was killing me. For those of you who aren't familiar with the word, anhedonia means that the nothing the idea of anything does not bring you pleasure yeah i kind of always thought of it as apathy but yeah it's it's different though. yeah it's like different you don't want to exercise you don't want to talk to anybody you don't want to play video games you don't want to watch a movie you don't want to read a book you don't want to listen to music nothing sounds enjoyable right and i was i've been experiencing that for months sure and i i got to the point where and i still do this a little bit because sleep is good sleep is Um, great where i'm just kind of I, once once the kids go to bed, I'm just counting down the clock to where I can go to bed. <laughs> um, but I've started getting back into uh, some things like enjoying some movies and, and 
TV shows. I started playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Dude, you love that game. I mean, I, you that's one of my... love that game. I've got like five games that I just go back to yeah. over and over. I've been playing Slay the Spire for months, and it's a, it's a deck-building game. It's on my Switch. Um, it is impossible. Like, they literally make it next to impossible to beat this game. And yeah. you just keep resetting at the beginning. And for some reason, dude, I am just... 100% in. <laughs> just, I yeah. love it. I love it. And I don't know why. Yeah. But, you know, it's also, it's help having people who understand yeah. in my life. Um, well, I'll you know. say that that's great when it comes to recording the podcast. Like, yeah. I've bailed on recording this podcast for two weeks now, I think, back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I'm like, Brad, I can't. I'm sorry, man. I want to. I yeah. want to. I can't. And I and because I deal with the same shit, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, totally. Whereas if you were doing like, I don't know, a movie podcast, your partner would eventually be like, what the fuck? Adam? Yeah, well, and, that, <laughs> and, and that's the funny thing is even knowing Brad has bipolar and he understands, I still, I still am like, I'm so sorry, Brad, but X, Y, and Z. And Brad's always been great. Like, no worries. Move on. But we still have that fucking hang up. Right? We yeah. still have that hang up. It's, we uh, still feel horribly guilty about it. Yeah. I um, fucking hate it. Yeah. That's, I said something to Jess the other day about um, constantly feeling like the world is about to end. Yeah. And, and I, li- I like what she said back to me. She said, the, the world is about to end every single day, <laughs> but your world isn't. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. But your world isn't. Yeah. That's good. I've been trying to keep that in mind. It's like, you know. I, I don't consume a lot of news or anything. Oh, don't. Don't do yeah. it. Everyone, turn off your TV. Do yeah, not look at a newspaper. Talk about depression and anxiety. Jesus Christ. But, you know, just keeping that in mind, is like, my world is not ending. It may no. feel like it, but it's not. Right, <laughs> right. It's, it, it's amazingly powerful. So I've lived in a lot of different cities across the United States. Because, again, I've done theater, right? And everywhere I've lived... For, you know, some places for two years, some places for six months. I've made relationships, right? Or I've formed a community or been involved in activities. And I left. I left. And in a way, my life in that town ended. My world in that town ended. But it didn't end. It's not like I moved out of Cincinnati and Cincinnati exploded. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I left fucking Omaha and then I never talked to anyone from Omaha again. Yeah. By the way, after Cincinnati exploded, the FBI came looking for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because I'm Syrian. That's why those sons <laughs> of bitches. Uh, but no, it's that. But right there, it's like you feel like the world's going to end when X, Y, Z, right? Like yeah. whatever thing. And it's not. Your world's not going to end. The world's not going to end. You it's that reference. And in, in some respects, if you're narcissistic, that might make you feel more depressed because the world doesn't end when you think it's going to end. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why doesn't this happen? Why isn't this, the world this ending? This should happen on my timeline. Because I didn't show up to do the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's interesting. And one thing I've noticed, too, uh, talking about all this stuff with Jess, is there's a generational divide amongst my friends. Mm. Anybody who's our age, they want to be open and they want to be empathetic. But if they actually see your episodes, sure, it freaks them out and they withdraw. Yeah, you know, um, we 
we had had uh, Christy from our CPTSD episode. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christy and I were talking a lot about mental health, and you know, I'd, I'd said a couple of times, like, one day you're going to see me manic, and you're going to hate me and stop talking to me. And she was like, no, 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 because I'll know it's the mania. And then she saw me manic. Won't return any of my texts. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Oh, that sucks. That's but, no judgment, Christy. That's no, no, no judgment. not at all. It just, it just not at sucks. all. But that's yeah. that's people our age. Yeah. I have other friends who who have done the same. They they want to be there, and then they see it, right? And they can't deal with it. And that's an interesting thing with the with people who are younger, mm-hmm. um, is that they they roll with it better. And I think it's because they start having conversations about mental health at a younger age now. Maybe we never talked about it. No. No, mostly know? don't still talk yeah. about it. You know, people our age were f- at least in their late 30s before mm-hmm. they started having serious discussions about mental health. Right. You know, and younger people, I think, started having those conversations when they were teenagers. They're more pliable. Yeah. Yeah. They're more pliable. They're more understanding. They can roll with it. Yeah. Just saw me manic and like, as soon as it was over, she was like, you okay? You want to <laughs> hang out? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, you know, it, it, I kind of equate it to the the generation before us dealing with like homosexuality right like they understand what homosexuality is they want to be supportive of what homosexuality is but they have to it receive, freaks them out it freaks them out yeah. they have to receive it in like a very specific way right yeah. like uh queer eye for the straight guy was fine you know what i mean but don't show me a rom-com about two gay guys i'm super uncomfortable with that yeah. you know and and, and again that's not a judgment. I'm not judging the generation before us. Just like I'm not judging yeah. our generation for not really being able to talk about mental health. It's it's something that you are not. It's a muscle you've never worked. It's a muscle you have never yeah. worked. Yeah. And now you're at, being asked to fucking deadlift, you know, 375. Because now people are talking about mental health. Now homosexuality is... You know, and and far beyond homosexuality in terms of people coming to grips with uh, the way they identify and uh, who they're attracted to, who they're not attracted to. And like all of a sudden you're going from zero to a thousand and five. Like it's so keep up or don't keep up. And that's what the world kind of tells you. And so don't feel bad about kind of struggling through this kind of struggling. Like you mentioned there was someone who's like, how do I talk? How do I talk to my family? about Mm it yeah that's fucking hard dude that's hard especially if they're from a generation before that doesn't even really acknowledge mental health yeah hey friends brad and i started batshit because we needed someone to talk to about our bipolar so when looking for a sponsor better help was the obvious choice better help provides access to therapists via text via zoom via email via phone call 24 hours, seven days a week. I don't need to tell anyone how broken the American healthcare system is, especially when it comes to mental illness. But the beautiful thing about BetterHelp is that they'll work with you. Go to www.betterhelp.com backslash batshit. You'll get 10% off for the first month and you'll get someone to talk to right now. If you need to talk to someone, do it. Please. We love you. Enjoying batshit? Please like, subscribe, and share it on social media. If you have someone you think may need to hear it, we encourage you to share it with them and to start your own conversation about mental health. You know, and that's uh, another piece of advice that Jess gave me that I've kind of, that's been helping my mental health Mm. is that the friends in your life who can't deal with it don't feel bad 
about that. Don't feel like it's your problem. It's their problem. Yeah, it is. You know? Right? Yeah. And if if they withdraw, that's okay for you to withdraw, too. Yeah. You know? And maybe that friendship isn't as strong as you thought. But you're going to find friends in your circle who are there for you. And they do get it. Right. And they do roll with the punches. And they do understand that that, that manic person's not you. That depressed person's not you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that can take some. That's going to be a learning curve. Is going to be growing pains. You know, but at the end of the day, you will your life will be better for it. Yeah, yeah. It's just gonna yeah. it's gonna suck for a little bit. Yeah, because you need people in your life when you're dealing with this stuff who encourage your healing. Yeah, and having people around who are providing that negative energy to you who are treating you like you did something wrong when you're sick. Oh man. Are aren't encouraging that healing. They're doing the reverse. They're making you feel shitty yeah. about being sick. They're making you feel the guilt and the shame that we've talked about before. Um and you know that's another realization I've come to. We've mm. talked so much about guilt and shame on here. I refuse to hate myself anymore. Good for you, dude. For this. I can hate the the behavior. Sure. That happens. Or I the repercussions. Ha- or the, <laughs> definitely the repercussions. Um, I can hate how it affects other people, but I was sick when I did those things, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to hate myself for being sick. Yeah. How can you? Yeah. How can you hate yourself for being sick? It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. But but that's not how we think about it. Yeah. That's not how we- Well, because, and again, I think this is more true for people our age, there's a moral component. That gets placed on mental illness as though you're choosing to act that way. Yeah. And that there's something morally wrong with you. And I'm not even talking about the shit that we've talked about before where it's like, like, oh, you feel like you're weak or, or, you know, you should be tougher and you should, you know, man up, woman up, non-binary up and get the shit under control, blah, blah, blah. That's its own thing. That's its own thing. But there's also morality that gets placed on it. And it's difficult to... When you're surrounded by people who try to put moral judgment on your illness, it's difficult to heal from right. that because you feel that moral judgment and you start judging yourself. Well, yeah, especially look at it. Um, this is not a dig at religion, but look at it from like a religious point of view, right? Like the Bible tells you that you should work hard, that you should be you know completely devoted to your spouse. They say that you should not like overindulge in you know, food and alcohol and the three and make sure that you're like responsible with money, you know, be frugal. And the four things I just mentioned are some of the things that go right out the window (laughs) when you're manic. Yeah. And so like how difficult that must be for anyone who is remotely religious or have religious people in their lives to deal with that. Well, you've got like talking specifically about mania. You've got the risk-taking, the impulse control, hypersexuality. Yep. You are going to do things when you're manic that are completely out of character and if the people and that people around you will likely judge you for. Oh, yeah. And if they can't accept that you're sick and that those are symptoms of being sick, that judgment that they bring upon you is not going to help you heal. It's going to hinder it. Right. And maybe those aren't people you want in your life. Right. But then also don't necessarily judge them for that too, because that's systemic, you know, that's, yeah, you can't be angry at them. No, you can't. You can't hate them. It's just, this is a decision you have to make. Right. You are not good for my healing. 
And so therefore I'm done. Yeah. Um, and it's not their fault. Some nope. people can take this and some people can't. Uh, and you know, for those who can't Godspeed. Yeah. But yeah. maybe you'll find, sh- you'll find your person, you'll find your place. Yeah. But maybe you shouldn't be in my life. Yeah. If you maybe. can't deal. It's just really hard to say, though. It really is. It really is. Because we want to to change for the people around us. Right. We want to heal for the people around us. Yeah. And that's the catch-22, is sometimes the people around us are hindering our healing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Way to go, bipolar. Screwing it up again. (laughs) Just, god damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Here I here I am thinking you were trying to help me bipolar. Yeah. It's funny because since I've been diagnosed, my life is in its worst place that it's been. No, oh, yeah. like again talking about money problems. Right. And I just had a big fight with my landlord. Like, oh. like just all this shit going on. Um, you know, having problems buying food. Yeah, no. you know all all this, and yet as far as my mental health goes, I feel like I'm in like the healthiest space that I've been <laughs> in a long time. Maybe it's a little Motrogene getting upped. Maybe it's it's all these, you know, nuggets of wisdom from Jess. I don't know what it is, but I just I feel I feel like I'm dealing with this and accepting it to such a greater degree than I have since I've gotten diagnosed. Well, you know, like that right there. I and what's Which amazing, is unfortunate for the podcast. It is unfortunate <laughs> for the podcast. But no, it, you know what's awesome about what you just said is that like all the things that you mentioned fighting with your landlord, money problems, all of that is shit that should be driving you into a terrible depressive state. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not that you can't recognize the fact that all this sucks or maybe even that you want to go into a depressive state. Yeah. The depressive state that it has sent you into over the past couple of months hasn't been so bad that, you know, you have those like eight inch long fingernails and a crazy pioneer beard. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. I mean, yet. that's the dream. You know, one thing, and this is this is uh, a common problem that I, I recognized I was having is uh, a lot of people with mental illness neglect hygiene. Yeah. And I was noticing I'd stop showering. Sure. Um, and, you know, I've, I've gotten back on top of like, that's part of my morning routine. Yeah. Like whether I want to or not, because it's so easy shower. to just be like, I'm going to crawl out of bed, make a cup of coffee play red dead right you, yeah. you know what it was for me brushing my teeth really like there was a period of time during the pandemic that i probably went six months without brushing my teeth oh wow i like i would i would use mouthwash occasionally or i drink a shit ton of water yeah. so that helps in terms of like not having ridiculous halitosis and bad breath but i went to the dentist and my mom is a dental hygienist like i was raised with really good like oral hygiene training you know what i mean but i went to the dentist for the first time coming out of the pandemic and they're like you have like five cavities i'm like i know why (laughs) (laughs) i I know why (laughs) but yeah for me it was brushing my teeth you know what's a funny uh side effect of lamotrigine that Mm. i've been dealing with is uh you're more prone to gingivitis what yeah, I don't know what the mechanism really? is. Yeah, gingivitis? I, for, the, for the first time in my life, I started getting gingivitis, which I mean, you know, you just buy mouthwash. Right, it solves it, but yeah. Real, dude, yeah. I'm telling you, drugs are fucking weird. Yeah. Dude, they really are fucking yeah. weird. I, well, because it's like, it's like computer code. Yeah. It's like you mess with the code to fix one thing, and it's going to screw up something else that you didn't realize. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I guess that's how computers yeah, work. I think that's how computers I work. I mean, <laughs> I think Brad still types with one finger at a time. So yeah. That doesn't yeah, really do. <laughs> But at 91 words per minute. Yeah, so there you go. It's the cocaine. God bless you, cocaine. God bless you, cocaine. Oh, man. Um, it's an interesting check-in that we just had because compared to our last one, our last one was rough. Yeah, I remember we I, were horribly depressed. Yeah, the last one. Oof, my God! Look at that, people. There's, there's good times. Yeah, it's not. We're not cured. It's no, not, God, it's no. Not, the world's not better. It's just, hey, look at that. We're doing a check-in, and the world's not ending for either one of us right now. De- yeah, de- regardless of the fact that. You know, Brad's having some financial issues. I've been un- I was unemployed for three months. All reasons that we should have gone in terribly depressive states, and we didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't- and and who knows what it is? Maybe it's maybe it's just we're going through a period of euthymia. Maybe. Maybe it's the medication. Maybe. maybe it's therapy. Maybe it's the people in our lives. Maybe it's a combination of all of it. Maybe it's this podcast. It might be. Might be. be. I mean, you know, we, we, you mentioned before the messages we get and we get so many and it's, I can't tell you how many people comment that, that we have made them feel like there's a sense of community, uh, from our podcast that they don't feel alone, right? That they feel like it's suddenly okay to laugh at this. Just right. all these things where it's we never expected to do anything good for anybody. With no, this. well, we don't expect to do anything good for anybody. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we don't expect to do anything good for ourselves. That's seriously, <laughs> bar is super low, <laughs> very low bar. But so getting these messages, it's really just it's heartwarming. Yeah. that that we could we could in any small way help somebody else's healing journey yeah um and that definitely makes us feel better yep and and you know keeps us doing the podcast yeah for sure um and you know we've talked before about wanting to do batshit badasses live and get a group together so again we're gonna we're gonna keep mentioning this yeah for you folks if that's something you're interested in is live meetup groups. Let us know. Yeah, write us. Brad at batshitpodcast.com. You can write me there. You can go on our website. Instagram. But, yeah. Uh, if you can't TikTok someone, but you can Instagram people. I think you can message on TikTok. Can you? you can do it on Facebook. Yeah, you can message on TikTok. Okay. Facebook, Twitter. Sure. Um, yeah, we're out there. That. We'll find us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I... I feel like as far as developing this sense of community, that's the next logical step. That is. Like, let's get some people meeting in person. Yeah. Yeah. We actually just did another podcast with uh, John over at Emo Dojo, and he talked about how, you know, he tried to put a community together, and it's not easy. And we know it's not going to be easy to do this, but we want to try. Just like fighting this disease isn't easy, but we want to try. But we want to try. Yeah. My one worry about a batshit uh, badasses meetup group mm. is be- is if people show up manic and it just turns into like a dating thing. Or an orgy. Just yeah. a big orgy. <laughs> like I'm, a- I'm definitely like backing out the door there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, don't go to that Applebee's right now. There's some crazy <laughs> shit going on in the back room. <laughs> Gross. Oh, why are we having it at Applebee's? Why not at Applebee's? <laughs> Do not like their mozzarella sticks. I'm just saying. Uh, well, the mozzarella sticks. Pretty solid, yeah, right? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty Where do good. they have the blooming onion? Uh, Outback. We go to Outback and yeah. the blooming onion. Oh, now, <laughs> now you're excited. Brad's whole face just <laughs> yeah, loved. yeah. The blooming onion. Uh, check out our diet and exercise episode. <laughs> <laughs> blooming onion. 
onion. Uh, it's funny. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for because you guys are checking in. With, you're checking on us right now. Like by listening to this episode, you're checking on us. Yeah, you're, you're allowing us to voice what we're going through, and you're supporting us just by hitting the play button. You know, and it's funny. So many people tell us. You know, John mentioned this. Um, I've I've had a few other people write me talking about how one of the things that helps and why they like listening to the show is that we're one of the few mental health shows that are actually people suffering from it where we're vulnerable and honest about what it's like to live with it. And that never really occurred to me. Like we just open our mouths and vomit (laughs) all this shit out. Um, And that hadn't occurred to me that that's not the presentation most people do. And I think it, I think that is one of the things that resonates with people is hearing somebody else talk about all the little shit that you have to go through on a day-to-day basis when you deal with this stuff. Right. And it's so different from hearing therapists talk about the broad spectrum. Yeah. You know, the the high-level uh, symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked before the DSM-5 has a very narrow set of criteria for what constitutes bipolar that when you actually talk to other people who are bipolar – you start realizing is such a small portion of the Tiny. actual symptoms. Yeah. You know, the memory gaps are not considered uh, a diagnostic symptom. They recognize that they exist, but that's not something they use to diagnose. So it doesn't get talked about a lot. Right. You know, and that's just one example. Yeah. Um, out of what we're finding are hundreds. Hundreds of examples. <laughs> it's too bad it's hundreds. Yeah. It'd be easier if it was like three. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for checking on us. Uh, I hope you realize that this podcast is us checking on you, too. Um, thank you so much for listening. Keep listening. Keep fighting. We love you.